Greetings, fellow investigators, and welcome to our video podcast, Into the Darkness, where my friends and I play the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. I'm your host, Tom Rayleigh. Our campaign is The Timeless Sands of India. It was written by John Hook, and he will be our game master. This is episode one. So without any further delay, let's begin our journey into the darkness. John? Tom, thank you so much for having me. Players, welcome to Timeless Sands of India. Uh, you are all playing individual uh, people who you don't have a um, relationship with each other at this time, uh, but we will get into that. Uh, something I do want to uh, I do want to make a minor adjustment to all of your characters, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, each of you, some of you have uh, some. Uh, some history or, or relation with the uh, country of India. Uh, I wanted to let you know that uh, for the last, at least for the last three months, uh, you have you are not in India. Uh, so in particular, um, I really want to uh, address uh, Major uh, Barnes. Uh, Major Barnes, you are back in uh, Oxford, England, or at least you've spent the last three months in uh, in England. Uh, at ho <clears throat> at home in Oxford, uh, and uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Ramachandran. Mick, how should I say that? Yes, Ramachandran. Oh, I I did pretty well. All right. Um, and while you're uh, you are of uh, Indian ancestry, you live and work in, in Oxford, as I understand. Is that correct? I've I've just finished my uh, my degree. Okay, perfect. I'm, I'm, I'm returning. All right. Well, uh, as you finished your de uh, finished your degree, because uh, you did complete your degree, uh, but there's been something that's been uh, weighing on you, and uh, you have not been able to make that trip home uh, over the last three months. And the problem that you have each been having is uh, sleep deprivation. For the last three months each of you have been uh, besieged with uh, inexplicable nightmares. It, it, it comes across as a, a wailing white noise and it, it, it completely disrupts your ability to get deep REM sleep. For the last three months, you people have been going pillar to post with almost zero sleep. Uh, and so to uh, reflect this, I would like every player to please roll 3d6 and lose that much sand. Ooh, 10. 7. 11. Ouch. 15. Ooh, two sixes. Nice. Why wasn't that sand, sand to begin with? <laughs> yeah, I, I started, at, started at 50. So, <laughs> How very frail of you. I well until I rolled that six. Damn it. All right, friends, I'm starting at 25, so... 
<laughs> Stay out of my way. <laughs> I feel right. better about my 39. Who's, who's that twitching fellow over there? Who's that twitching fellow? Uh, all right. And so for the for these nightmares that you've been having, um, for each of you, uh, you've each been getting, while, while it is like a cacophony of noise, it, it's lights, it's color, it's sound, it is, it is uh, you know, droning, ongoing, and nightmarish. Um, you have each been getting a, a, um, like a little vignette that seems to come to mind uh, that you it's, it's the one little piece that is recurring that you've been able to hold on to. Um, and so um, I would like each player uh, to roll a D 10 and, uh, and tell me what you roll. And then we're going to find out what vignette that you've been, uh, you've been having. Eight. Eight, uh, Mr. Ramachandran, uh, you keep having an image in your mind where you remember being filled with a sense of awe as you trace your hand over a very large tome with like a metal cover. It's, it's, it's this large book with a metal cover and you, you, you just have this sensation that comes across of awe and wonder as your hand uh, slowly uh, is pulled over the cover. So I, I also rolled an eight as do I have the same you thing? Have, you have the same image of, of this large book, you know, with a metal cover and it's embossed as you, uh, you know, rolling your hand across the embossment. Oddly, I rolled an eight as well. Well, you know, you have the uh, same image. Anybody have not an eight? <laughs> I have a seven. Five. A seven. Five. Um, your your vision is uh, is m even more frightening. You have this uh, vision of fleeing in terror as some kind of shadowy, nightmarish beast is pursuing you. Delightful. Five. Five. Um, you keep getting this image of, uh, of being in the back of a lorry, uh, and you're riding with a bunch of strangers. Uh, you're not sure where you're going, but you seem to be surrounded by desert. Mm. Um, also, I need each uh, character... Um, so I'm going to actually go one at a time, uh, with this, um, Stuart, Major Barnes, what kind of, um, artistic expression, visual artistic expression do you think would be, uh, something, even though he's not, uh, already skilled in, in, in anything that's artistically expressive, drawing, painting, sculpture. Um, what do you think would be uh, uh, Barnes's go-to artistic expression? Realism, hands Realism. down, <laughs> none of that rubbish. Uh, you, are, you are compelled to express uh, an image um, 
and and is he being compelled to sketch it, paint it, or sculpt it, or whittle it? Oh, sketch, definitely sketch. Sketch. Add add the uh, art craft skill of sketching at its base of five percent, and uh, give me a roll and tell me how you do. Oh, also, um, before we start this, um, before we start any skill rolls, um, give me a sand check with your current sand. Okay, current sand. Okay, I'm down to 43. Rolling a 23. Made it. So uh, you were successful. So you all, for this day, and we'll go ahead and count this skill as this day, because uh, you're going to be uh, making a sand check every morning for sleep deprivation. And because you were successful, all of your physical and mental skills will be conducted with a penalty die. But you only need a normal success to be successful. So make an art craft skill sketch with a penalty die, please. All right. Ooh, uh, 77. Uh, oh, that's right. Just one. Uh, 77 and 87. Okay. So, so it was a failure. So it's a, it's a horrible sketch. Um, you basically do a stick figure and in your mind, you are drawing a, a picture in a, in, in stick figure format of a rearing blue elephant. Okay. Ah, terrible, terrible, terrible. Um, there's also um, uh, burned into your brain um, uh, basically you see an image of, of lettering. Um, you recognize it as Sanskrit, uh, because of your experience with, uh, India, but, uh, you don't know what it says. Okay. Uh, and so we will, uh, we'll get to the Sanskrit in just a minute. Um, next up Morgan, Phoebe. Uh, Phoebe is a quite an accomplished singer, but yes. how would she express things visually? Uh, sketching, painting, sculpture, any uh, other type of form? Painting. Painting. Absolutely add, adore painting. Add painting at base skill uh, to, uh, to your art craft and give me your daily uh, uh, sleep deprivation sand check. Okay. That would be an 04, so that's a pass. And try it with the penalty die. Oh, the sand check? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. You're right. I'm sorry. Sand check is no okay. penalty die. Okay. Uh, good. You passed. Uh, so your skill, your art craft skill will have a penalty die, but you only need to have a, success, a normal success. Yes. All right. Yeah. And 88 is not going to cut it. All right. So, yeah. So you paint this blue blob and it also in your mind is a representation of a rearing blue elephant. You also have in your brain uh, burned these uh, letters that uh, you don't recognize, uh, but you get a sense that it's a language of some sort, but probably not one that you've been exp uh, exposed to at this time, uh, okay. being 1923 and you're in Paris. David. Uh, oh, remarkably, I passed my sand check with an eight. Oh, fantastic. So uh, what kind of uh, mode of art would, uh, would uh, uh, Herr Hauptmann uh, express himself with? I think the idea of whittling makes sense. Whittling. I like whittling. Uh, so go ahead and add art craft whittling, and you will attempt that since your uh, sand check was successful with one penalty die. 
uh, uh, 52 and 22, not gonna. Okay. So uh, you you have this stick and it barely is carved around and it's a poor representation, but in your mind, it represents a, a rearing blue elephant. And you also have Sanskrit in your brain that uh, you, you know it's lettering of some sort, but you're not exactly sure of what. Gotcha. Uh, Tom, Mr. Crane. Is the blue elephant like the thing that chased me in my dreams? It is not. Good question. Okay. The thing that t- chased you in your dreams was uh, a shadowed form uh, that it was it was it was wild it was like a like some kind of crazed attack animal uh certainly not a uh, a gentle elephant thanks so tom mr crane my art form uh was basically taught to me by my father um it's a victorian sort of unusual sort of thing it's constructing miniature paintings uh out of butterfly scales you have to do it with a microscope and you have to very carefully arrange it with that. I love that. I love that. You uh, begin trying to channel your father and do this. Uh, so because this is something passed down to you by your father, go ahead. Does this uh, art craft have a, have a name of any sort? Butterfly sculptures? I think it's like painting. Painting? All right. Because they make call, paintings with them. They make paintings with them. All right. So call it painting. Uh, call it painting on your on your character sheet, but because your father, this is something you're channeling for your father. Go ahead and start with a fifteen percent in that. Okay. And give me your daily uh, sleep deprivation sand check. Uh, sand check. I passed it by four points. All right. So you'll uh, use uh, just a regular single penalty die for this uh, uh, art craft skill. I'm rolling regular regular skill. Okay. Yeah, regular skill with one penalty die. Uh, yeah, I didn't pass. Okay. So you attempt this painting. It's it's horrible. You know it's horrible. Everyone knows it's horrible. But it was your best attempt at trying to uh, create a rearing blue elephant. And you also see the Sanskrit in your brain. So you recognize it as Sanskrit uh, because of, of your uh, fascination with India. Uh, but you don't know what it says. All right. I believe, right? You don't. I have, I uh, have Hindi. That's, you do have Hindi. It's modern Hindi, isn't it? It's not. It's not ancient Sanskrit. Um, I, I will allow you language. to. I will allow you to do a Hindi roll. Go ahead and do that right. now. Uh, I got twenty-four out of thirty-one. Okay. Um, I will tell you what it means in just a second after All we right. uh, catch up uh, with uh, Mr. Uh, Ramacharan. Mick. How does Mr. Ramacharan express himself artistically? Um, he will be sketching. All right. Add sketch. Do your daily uh, sanity check for sleep deprivation. Okay. And at the pause, that's 17 now, not 50. All right. So do you attempt your uh, art, uh, your painting, with, or your sketch? Attempt your sketch with a uh, penalty die. Well, it's definitely a fail. Okay. Again, you were attempting to express this uh, rearing blue elephant. Um, it failed, uh, but um, but it, that's, you know, the painting, that's what it means to you, right? It, it was just how you were able to express it. And you also see the Sanskrit in your, in your mind. Uh, the Sanskrit 
you instantly recognize as uh, meaning um, the words dreaming pilgrim. And uh, Mr. Crane uh, recognized that as well. Dreaming pilgrim. So this is the image of the rearing blue elephant, and you have each attempted to uh, recreate an art in some way. Um, all of you have failed, but that's fine. You knew you knew what it was looking like. You just had a hard time um, realizing it in art. Uh, you also all see these Sanskrit letters in your brain, um, and two of you. Uh, did anybody else have uh, Hindi as a skill? Not yeah, I, I have Hindi. Oh well, uh, please make a make an attempt to to, to roll that right. uh, because you've had enough time to do this. You can make this roll with no penalty die. Certainly, one second. Uh, oh darn it! I, may I spin three luck? You may, if you so desire. I desire to spin three luck to succeed. Okay. Uh, so you also realize that this says Dreaming Pilgrim. Dreaming Pilgrim. Hmm. So, so this, these have been the nightmares and the imagery that has been uh, plaguing your minds for the last three months. And uh, there's, there's one last piece has been, has been kind of thrumming and coming through, uh, you know, like a, like a beacon you know, through, through a migraine is uh, Calcutta. For some, for some unexplicable reason, you have each feel compelled to travel to Calcutta uh, and, and it, you finally have gotten to the point where um, you can take it no more. The, 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 the sleep deprivation, the nightmares, the, the, the noise, the, the, the explosion of colors in your brain day in, day out, hour after hour, you know, it's drive. It has been driving you insane. You know, you guys have all lost sanity from this. This has pushed you. And so now you have finally, uh, chosen to uh, escape and and get to Calcutta to to try and and find the answer to this because the answers did not come to you at home. So allow me. Unrelenting dreams have stabbed at your brain for weeks, depriving you of your most basic needs: a good night's sleep. Every evening you dream in swirls of maddening color and music composed by a thousand screaming tongues. Waves of intense emotion crash upon the shores of your mind. Fear, hate, desperation, and terror permeate every fiber of your being. Your body is physically and mentally exhausted after weeks of mental torture. You pray each night for the dreams to end, for your fear for you fear that eventually you will plunge into a pit of madness through all the noise. There are a few recurring elements to your dreams. One is the image of an elephant, a rearing blue elephant that rampages through the ether. Another is an image of a pair of words in a strange script that blazes and swirls. Each morning you wake after your nightmares with your bedclothes drenched in sweat and a lingering thought echoes through your mind, urging you to go to Calcutta, India. 
to date, nothing has uh, eased your dreams. No opiate, no drink, no medication. But maybe something in India can. Thus, ever since the, the Bankura, a steam freighter with the British India Steam Navigation Company, left Bombay, your concerns about what you're going to do once you actually reach Calcutta has grown. Sometimes your dreams uh, feature flashes of scenes or vignettes, but you can't understand what they are and, uh, or what they're trying to tell you. You wonder if anyone on board the ship may have any ideas. So um, you guys have all booked passage and have been traveling uh, from, from, you know, some of you from England, some of you from Europe. Uh, you've uh, gotten aboard uh, steamliners that have taken you through uh, the uh, Suez Canal. Uh, after getting through the canal, uh, you uh, transferred to a small, uh, you know, you were on a very nice uh, passenger vessel, uh, but now you guys are aboard uh, the, the Bankura. The Bankura, after leaving Bombay, India, and it's now, it's a three-day journey from Bombay to Calcutta. So you're in the last three days of your, of your leg traveling to Calcutta. And the, the Bankura is a small merchant vessel um, it is modified to take some passengers, but it's primarily a, a cargo freighter. Um, and, uh, the, the Bankura, in addition to yourselves, which so far you guys have spent most of your times, uh, just, uh, uh, racked out in, a, in, in your rack and, you know, closing off the world, um, but you do you are aware that the Bankura is carrying a uh, a company of British soldiers. Uh, they are actually um, billeted in one of the three cargo holds. Um, a second cargo hold is filled with uh, coal. You know, so it's carrying a, a load of coal from ban uh, Bombay to Calcutta, and the third cargo hold is uh, basically filled with. Um, uh, your personal uh, travel goods, uh, anything that was uh, too large to have in your one-bed rack uh, area that you were assigned, um, and also uh, other uh, merchant goods that are being uh, carried uh, to uh, uh, Calcutta for, for a market. Uh, so, you know, there's not counting the British, the company of British soldiers. Um, you know, there's probably a very small handful of uh, regular passengers then uh, about an equal company of um, sailors uh, servicing the Bankura uh, and then, and then you guys. So, um, so there you go. You are waking up. It is the uh, morning three days out from Calcutta aboard the Bankura. Um, and we're going to follow uh, Major Barnes uh, at this second, um, if we can. So, uh, Major Barnes. Um, yes. You oh. have awoken, um, uh, if you can call it awaking, since you've uh. been basically awake all night. Um, but uh, you're finally kind of rousing yourself and um and your your stomach is growling oh 
but uh, I'll go out on the deck and uh, stretch my legs and head towards the uh, the mess hall if there is one. Yep, yep, there is, there is, there is a uh, uh, a mess area aboard uh, in the main cabin of the Bancura. I bring with me my trusty sketchbook. Maybe I might finally nail that elephant in a good representation over some breakfast and some okay. good sea air. You, uh, you shuffle half asleep down the narrow passageway to the dining hall. And as you enter, uh, you see a, a few tables. Uh, there are several members of the ship's crew seated at one table. Um, uh, and you can tell from their uh, sullen attitude towards the uh, passengers that uh, they want nothing to do with you. Uh, but you do see a, uh, another table uh, with uh, these fine gentlemen, uh, as well as one other, uh, seated around it. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, uh, good, good morning, sir. Good morning. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you all. Uh, may I have a seat and join you for breakfast? Please, of course. Uh, as you sit, there is a steward, uh, since they uh, do try to cater to passengers to some small degree. Uh, there is a steward who comes up and uh, 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 he, uh, he sees you as you sit, uh, Major, and says, uh, Tea. Oh, yes, please. And there's some biscuits, if you have any. Sir. And uh, he pours uh, some really uh, uh, a dingy uh, liquid into a cup for you and uh, goes off for some biscuits. Thank you. I uh, take a sip and start going through my sketchbook and looking at some of my versions of uh, the elephant here. John, did the uh, sand check we did that apply to today that does apply to today okay. uh so let me actually that's a good question let me just clarify um every day you guys will uh every morning when your character wakes up you're going to be doing a, a sleep deprivation sand check and that will determine how uh, useful and, and and coordinated you will be for that day if you have a successful sand check uh good news you will only have a penalty die but it will be uh, regular successes on your skills but it will have a penalty die bad news if you fail your uh, sleep deprivation sand check uh, not only will you have a penalty die you're going to need hard successes to have uh, a success at whatever it is that you're doing for that day Okay. That's uh, clear. Uh, you're a major. Hmm? You're, you're, you're a major. Oh, uh, retired. Retired. Oh, retired. Three years. Where, where were you uh, stationed? Oh, actually here. Um, I worked for boat? quite... Well, I, I was stationed here and then... Uh, was a former adjutant attorney to the chief magistrate of Southern India. Oh my goodness. Was a jolly good old time, but uh, then as that office uh, no longer required services of several of the staff, I went into the uh, British Office of International Business Exchange and I've been a consulting attorney with them off and on. 
Well, this is but, my first time down here, so perhaps you will be able to show us around when we arrive to Calcutta. It would be my pleasure. Uh, forgive me, uh, my name is uh, Rainer Hauptmann, uh, oh. and this is my first time uh, beneath the uh, equator. Oh, it is a pleasure. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pardon mm. me, I'm a bit groggy. I, I haven't been sleeping well. For well rather time. than drink that swill that he just brought you, you <laughs> have some from my teapot. It's much better. Brought it with me. Thank you. Yes. See how you like that. Uh, that's a crane brand tea. I'm uh, Nestorius Crane. I'm traveling to India. Amongst other things, to look into some prospects for uh, purchasing tea, but uh, I am I'm going to Calcutta for the first time. It's a little bit out of my way, but all right. fascinated with going there for some strange reason. Taking my time. Oddly, I'm compelled as well. I, I, I've been having the damnedest dreams. Dreams, you say? Dreams, you say? Well, yes, I just I keep seeing this blasted animal. I, I've been sketching it over. It's not really good. Oh, dear. That's curious. I've... I'm not exactly a painter, but I've... Uh, I have a similar project. I was also working on an elephant piece. That's quite strange. Gentlemen, the, uh, um, you also anything? Ma'am? Oh, I, uh, <laughs> I just wish I could uh, now sing singing about blue elephants, but my, my, my painting isn't so good. If if uh, if you will forgive my uh, my impoliteness in jumping into your conversation, gentlemen, um, and I I I too have been uh, plagued with such such dreams. Mm. India is a very strange place, you know. It's absolutely fantastic. What what are the chances of us all meeting aboard this ship? And well, mine is not a happy story. I've been I'm practically without sleep for months. It's awful. Uh, I too am quite exhausted. Did you say the elephant was blue? Yes, blue. Yes. Oh, that's astonishing. I was using bird wing uh, butterflies. I construct the pictures out of butterfly scales. Butterfly scales? It is old oh, you must, need, you must need so many butterflies to make a painting. Oh, not really. But the paintings are very small. Schmetterling, yeah. To look, use a microscope to see them. Yeah, goodness. Oh, I would. Uh, I would love to see something like question. that. And there, there is another gentleman seated at your table, and uh, he is—he's very intrigued by your conversation. He's very bleary-eyed uh, as well, and uh, and he sits—he kind of sits forward as as the conversation has been growing, and he says, uh, "Pardon my intrusion." Um, uh, I couldn't help but overhear you talking. Um, my name's Fuller, uh, Adam Fuller, uh, and you a blue elephant, you say? You too. Yes, as blue as the sky. 
Yes, yes. And uh, he pulls from his pocket a uh, a pocket watch, uh, and uh, as 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 he, you know, you can see on the cover, the silver cover has been uh, etched, engraved, and uh, and dyed so that the silver has a blue tint to it in one area. And on the cover of his pocket watch is that blue rearing blue elephant. Yes. And uh, and so he he holds his uh, watch out for you guys to see and lady, and he says, "I'm uh, I'm a jeweler uh, by trade." And I was compelled to uh, to enhance my watch well, with is, this image. Did you by chance? Beautiful. Did you by chance write upon it uh, in Hindi? Um, Dreaming pilgrim. So he 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 pops his watch, and so the lid opens up, so you can now actually see the face of the of the of the watch. But on the inside of the lid. Uh, where it has the elephant on the outside. On the inside, you see etched this uh, Sanskrit, uh, and he says, "I did my best to to replicate it, but uh, but yes, uh, I have no idea what it says." Oh. Um, your 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 talent is incredible. Uh, well, you are far too kind. Just I, it goes it on, can I, I greatly some... appreciate that. If Some I might be subalter, it says um, "sapan dikne vala tithnetri," which which means uh, "dreaming pilgrim," as as the the other gentleman has has wisely said. Oh, well, mm. I I definitely uh, defer to your expertise, my good sir. Something right. is calling us to Calcutta. This is dreaming dreaming pilgrim, more like tired pilgrim. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I thought that yes. I had just. Referring my, to myself, you know, subconsciously, but now you've all seen and read the same thing. How very strange! I didn't even recognize uh, it exactly, even as this exact image that you have there on your watch. And you're all having sleep deprivation. Perhaps God is sending us a message. Uh, Perhaps at that. Uh, and so uh, Mr. Fuller reaches out. He he takes his watch just as the steward comes and, and brings uh, the major his uh, biscuits and uh, looks at you gentlemen and it, says, would you like anything else? No, no, thank you. Very good. And he, he walks away to go service the other table with his actual uh, shipmates. Uh, and so Mr. Fuller clicks his uh, watch closed and uh, and slips it back down into uh, one of his vest pockets, uh, and uh, he sits there and says, "I, I am so I'm so damned tired, but I I would so love to to explore this vessel, if for anything to to try and you know give my mind something to think about. Hopefully, I can be distracted. Who knows? Maybe I can be distracted enough to finally get some sleep." I, I would love. To, I would love to get up on onto the deck, get some fresh air, get get out from under all the. Uh, GM, all the are we are we on the ocean or are we on a river? You are on the ocean, uh, so you are in the Indian Ocean, but following um, the coast. You're following the coast. Um, you're you're not. I mean, you're following the coast, but it is it's a distance out there. Uh, so you're in deep water. Um, but the coastline 
if you had a, a telescope, you'd probably be able to see it. Huh. Well, I feel safe at least. Uh, can't be too careful with pirates. I'd like to see them try to overcome a ship filled with soldiers downstairs. <laughs> well, yes, I mean, with with all this this blue elephant and and our shared dreams, I, it'd be incredible for this to get more exciting. Although, mm. I, I think it could be if you aren't also tired. Can't abide pirates at all. Well, Mister Fuller, if you are up for that walk, I would love to go with you. Absolutely, yes. I think I've had my fill of this gruel. <laughs> Perhaps we should all go up on deck and get some fresh air, if the air is fresh. Although, Mr. Crane, I must say, uh, your 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 tea is delightful, but I must say, oh, where do you, you sell it? I've never seen it before. I'm London-based, so uh, uh, we're we're pushing forward. Uh, hopefully, within a few years, we'll uh, supplant any oh, other I companies would, that are around. I would love to take some home with me when I go back to Paris. Of course. Agreed. Quite tasty. Do you have a business card? Of course, yes. And uh, Major Barnes, since you, you know uh, Calcutta well, do you? Not really well. I mostly spent the time in the uh, magistrate's office running, uh, running cases and researches. Most dreary work in, in offices and research. Did not get off much uh, out of the office, that is. In your, uh, your experience, can I look forward to having a decent cup of coffee anywhere, or is it all going to be good tea and bad tea? Well, there is coffee. There is coffee. Well, that will be a comfort. Do you, uh, are you all traveling alone, then? Uh, yes, uh, Fuller says. I, I, you were talking to Fuller? <laughs> Yeah, the company. Uh, uh, yes, I, I, I'm traveling alone. So each of us is sleepless, has dreams of blue elephant, comes alone to Calcutta. This is not... Uh, and something. we're all in the same boat together. On the same boat. This is highly peculiar. Yes, it's quite queer. It is. It must be the workings of God, leading us perhaps to our our salvation from this horrible dreaming. Well, anything that will end this nightmare is welcome, yes. Do you, uh, when you dream, do you feel like that you're being chased by some monstrous beast? No, no, I, um, I don't know. There's, there's just this most beautiful book. Oh. It's very, this, this old large tome. It's, uh, with this beautifully embossed metal cover. My Just goodness. Phoebe. So, uh, yes, uh, Major. It, it is Phoebe, right? That, yes, 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 Phoebe. Precisely my dream. Well, I guess after we have all seen the same writing and the same elephant, I, I can't be too surprised, but uh, Rainier, I, uh, I feel sorry for you if if you see something different. It sounds mm. horrific. You're being chased. Yes, it's... Um, I never see the thing. It's uh, just this... Schrecklich, wie sagt man? This um, wild 
monstrous thing that is hounding me. Sounds terrible. I think I would sleep beautifully if I saw a beautiful book. Well, it's, uh, if it wasn't for that, uh, that horrific wailing noise that, and the colors. Uh, Adam chimes in. It's very strange. I, I have also seen this image of a, of a strange bronze sculpture of some sort, and it's topped with this huge gem. It's red. This ruby gem. It's as big as a man's fist. It's, mm. it's amazing. You know, there's plenty of statues in India. Hmm, oddly enough, my dream only seems to consist of me in the back of a lorry traveling through the middle of the desert. There are other people there. I don't know if oh, um, you. Give me an idea roll, if you would. Oh, nine. You recognize some of the uh, faces from your dreams yeah. as uh, some of the men and women around this table right now. I, uh, I, and perhaps it's my brain filling in the details, but now that I think of it, the lorry that I'm in in the desert. You definitely, you can definitely recall seeing Phoebe and Rainier and uh, Major Barnes. Those three for sure. Yeah. I've seen you all before. This is most curious. Portents and omens. Did you see uh, an elephant as well in your dream? Yes, blue elephant. I tried to recreate it in butterfly scales, but you know. That's right. I haven't slept well, so trying to do that kind of work under a microscope is. Uh, yeah, uh, sounds sounds quite fatiguing. challenging. It's My nice. dream, I had a vision of uh, a book with a metal cover. Yes. Yeah, it's just so, I don't know, it just takes my breath away. Something is there in India waiting for us. This almost sounds like fevered hallucinations. I, I, maybe we all contracted something, but we've all coming, we're all coming from different places, aren't we? Yes, yes of course. Uh, yes, and my, I myself have, have, have just finished my degree at Oxford University. Not a degree. Not a place known for uh, inducing feverish nightmares. Well, let's see, you were in Oxford. Who else was in Oxford? I was. My, my family lives in the outskirts. Well, I'm going to take out your, your theory right there. I've, I've been living in Paris for the last couple of years. I've been in London. Yes, I come directly from Berlin. And my wife has no such uh, sickness of the mind. She sleeps yeah, like a no, beb. Nor does mine. How could we all be subject to the same condition? Well, you know, they say that in India there are mystics and wizards and shamans that have magical powers. Perhaps somebody is calling us there. Perhaps. So, yes. Radio beacon from Calcutta that calls to us, but by us. Well, I'm feeling is... the calling of some fresh air. So, what if anybody wants radio? to go for that walk now, 
Yeah, Adam uh, collects his items, you know, puts his watch away and stands and says, uh, yes, I could uh, stand uh, to get some fresh air. And, uh, and he offers his, uh, his elbow to you, Phoebe. Oh, you are so kind, Adam. Thank you. Okay. Uh, and so they uh, begin to head out. The, uh, the steward is there at the door holding it open for you guys. Hmm. We'll follow. Yes, let's go up Jack. So you, you were studying so, uh, at Oxford, you say? I, I was indeed, yes. What, what is your subject? Um, I was studying economics. Ah. And you returned to the home country for... Um, do you have, a, you have employment? Um, I, I, uh, I am currently of, of, of independent means, sir. The most uh, fortunate of means one can have. In, indeed, yes. Although um, I had intended to uh, explore uh, other possibilities uh, in uh, in England, but um, in common, in concert with the rest of you, I uh, I felt a certain urge to return to India. Um, Although I must confess, I have uh, I have never visited Calcutta before. I'm, I'm uh, originally from Delhi. Yes, your your homeland is vast. Yes, yes, indeed. This is this is not an area I have any familiarity with. Well, my normal destination is Ceylon, so this is quite a ways out of my way. And you have visited them before for your tea business? Yes, a number of times. Uh, I have a number of farms growing for me. I understand. But, this, but, but you too feel the blue elephant brings you to Calcutta. Yeah. Not so much the blue elephant. It was more uh, a compulsion, I suppose one could say. I, I feel compelled to, to visit Calcutta. Um, it's the same here. It might um, in, in, induce sleep. So as you guys get onto the uh, deck of the Bankura, it is a, uh, it's a very simple uh, cargo vessel. Um, there's, uh, much of the, of the top side, uh, the, the length of the uh, top side of the ship is, uh, basically three large, um, uh, cargo hold doors. Um, and, um, all of the doors are, uh, one set of doors are closed, uh, but the other two sets of doors are open just for, you know, air to circulate and, and, uh, and things like that. Since one of the three cargo holds is being used as a, uh, to billet the, uh, the soldiers, uh, and you can hear them, uh, milling around down there. And, um, and basically they're just, uh, they're in relaxed mode. They're not uh, really kind of, um, doing uh, soldiering right now as they're as they're chilling out and and uh, traveling um but you can see some of the officers are strolling around on the decks on the on the upper deck but all the uh, enlisted are uh, still down in the uh in the cargo hold you know so they've got 
you know, little camp chairs and, you know, small tables set up and there, you know, there, there's a lot of uh, drinking and smoking and card playing going on down there, carousing and, and, uh, you know, joking around. Uh, definitely you can tell that, that those are young men who are, who are, uh, you know, they're, they're enjoying their time, uh, as, uh, as soldiers, you know, and just kind of relaxing as they're, they're heading off to a, uh, to a new, uh, duty station. And the, uh, the officers are uh, walking around up top, just kind of, uh, smoking and, and having conversations with each other as they enjoy the, uh, ocean breeze and, and spray, um, and it seems like, you know, if it wasn't for this, this debilitating uh, sleep deprivation, it seems like it, this could be a voyage that, a sea voyage that would be enjoyable. Uh, but it's, it's really kind of, it's wearing down on you guys. And, you know, you've got this almost like uh, the, 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 the paranoia that might be setting in like what is going on why are you having these dreams why are you all having these dreams what's bringing you to calcutta what is going on oh adam your your idea for a walk was was, was splendid uh, you definitely is... you you are brightening my day dear i i must say you uh just being able to hang out uh, hang out being able to have this walk uh with you is is uh is uh very enjoyable uh yeah where where are you where are you from adam uh i i'm from uh new york no new york i i come from uh, rhode island uh i thought i could hear that uh, new england accent <laughs> yes well guilty as charged just so so such such a lovely place, but oh, the allure of Paris. Ah, uh, gay Paris, yes, indeed. Have you ever been to Paris, Adam? I I have in my in my works as a as a jeweler. I've I've uh, gone to Paris to uh, to buy uh, fine uh, jewels and and metals to uh, craft into my into my works. Uh, you know, I make rings and uh, you know fobs and uh oh. well based on your uh, based on that uh pocket watch the muse definitely speaks to you well you are far too kind no 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 i couldn't be kind enough your your work is is remarkable well once we get this damned business figure out what it is that's going on in calcutta i would i would love for uh, to show you more of my work Oh, that would just be, that would just be incredible. And he, and he pats your hand as, as, they, as he continues to walk. Question for Morgan. How old is Phoebe looked? 24. 24. Uh, also, uh, John, um, should I assume that for those of us coming from Europe that it's hot? Do we know what time of year it is? Yeah, uh, it is summer. It is quite warm. Uh, being out on deck and having the uh, ocean spray uh, is uh, fantastic. It feels great. Uh, the Bankura is um, a uh, diesel uh, engine, uh, and so um, it's it belches out black smoke. Um, it's less. Uh, 
terrible than a uh, a coal fired engine uh but it's uh it's still pretty bad so the um the relief and 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 and, you know great breeze and spray you know just that misting of the ocean uh water is uh is counteracted by the uh the the black, the heavy black smoke that uh, that rolls over and uh, and kind of courses down the the ship as it as it steams along. Uh, Mister uh, Ronan Chandra, was it? Yes, yes, uh, Ravan Chandra. Yes, Ravan Chandra. Uh, this this ship is called the Bankura. Does that uh, do you know what that means? Do I know what that means, John? You know, I don't know. I, it is a real ship. I, I discovered it online uh, for the time period, uh, but I never looked up what Bancora translates it as. Uh, B-A-N-C-O-R-A. Doesn't seem like in general. Sounds like a place. Probably. Yeah, it could be a proper name. Yeah. No, the um, uh, Google translates Bancora as Bancora. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so un- unless, I, unless I can write it in Hindi, they won't, they won't translate it, unfortunately. Uh, it's probably yeah, yeah. a British ship, though. Uh, originally. It could be, yeah. Uh, it, well, the, everything's uh, British. Uh, yeah, it, as, as long as as long as the GM is assuring me that it, that Bancora does not mean the blue elephant, it does not <laughs> mean yes. Okay. Uh, Bancora does not mean the blue elephant, but this definitely was a British India Steam Navigation Company vessel. So the Bancura is part of that actual historical company ship. I, I must confess, um, I'm, I'm I'm not familiar with with the word. I, I think it might be Tamil. Yeah. Which which is what Indians say whenever they don't know the meaning of a word. <laughs> I can assure you. As long as it doesn't say doesn't mean sink me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a, a call sign to pirates to raid me. Yeah, no, then I wouldn't get on the ship. <laughs> it doesn't mean sleeplessness. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exhaustion. How long before we get to Calcutta? You are three days. You are three days away from Calcutta. Uh, So we're three days in, right? We're three days in and three days away. Is that what I recall? uh, You're you're several days into your uh, into your travel. You're you're now in the final three day leg. Thank you. Uh, So. this portion is uh, designed uh, for the uh, characters to introduce and get to know each other. Um, and so we can play this as long as you would like, or we could uh, begin advancing this. I, I want you guys to feel free to uh, ask questions of each other, ask questions of me, whatever it is, explore the ship, whatever it is that you would like to do. So uh, I don't want you to feel like... Um, that you have to keep going with this uh, role plays portion if you don't want to, but I wanted you all to have some, some uh, breadth in order to, uh, to introduce yourselves to each other. And I feel like you've done that sufficiently, but Mm -hmm. if you would like to continue on, like I said, exploration of the ship, you know, the, uh, the uh, 
not the cargo hold holding that's filled with uh, raw coal ore. Uh, but other than that, you know, you've got the other cargo hold that's just got goods and stuff like that. You've got the one that's got the uh, the uh, soldiers that are billeted, and then and then you've just got you know the ship itself. You know, with the you know there's an engine room, there's you know the kitchen, there's uh, crew quarters, passenger quarters, the bridge. I mean, there's you know different parts of the ship. It's uh it's not that you know it's not like security keeps you out of different areas. I mean, you guys kind of have free reign. It's also the 1920s, so you know people are kind of playing it fast and loose. So uh, if you guys had anything that you wanted to do, feel free to a, tell me and we can, we can do that. I have a question about the captain's table. Um, my understanding from fiction is that uh, on vessels that had, you know, stuff and also relatively well off people, the captain would have maybe a, you know, a series of people dine with him or lunch with him. Um, so I guess I'm asking whether we're notable and whether there's anybody else notable on this ship that would be dining at the captain's table or if that's just... Yep, you know. so this ship does not actually have a captain's table. So the uh, the dining hall is... Uh, um, at a you know space is at a premium on a ship like this uh so the crew eats and shifts um you know passengers who just who choose to eat in the dining hall um eat whenever there's a, an open seat available uh and if it's if it's open during the hours in which they're serving food uh, the captain typically will uh have his plate and eat either on the bridge or in his quarters he does have a private cabin uh, being captain um, so there is no uh, you know dining with the captain say like you would have on a actual luxury liner kind of mm -hmm. you know or a true passenger vessel this is a, a cargo vessel that uh, accommodates passengers instead of a passenger right. vessel that accommodates cargo if that I, makes uh, sense. I, I think as, as an Indian gentleman who is um wealthy by Indian standards, but very much average by European standards. Um, I wouldn't expect to be invited to the captain's table on that kind of ship anyway. Right. Yeah. In fact, if there was a, that type of thing, classism is still very real and it would only be the uh, white passengers. It would definitely be Phoebe first and then some of the other white passengers. Can I, can I put forward also that probably by the second day on this ship, we had kind of figured out when the schedule would allow us to eat, you know, sure. yeah. in relative Absolutely. peace. Because um, we know that all the soldiers go at this time and all of the staff go at that time. I'm yep. assuming as well that the, 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 the stewards and, and so forth be um, Indian. Um, the stewards are uh, certainly Middle Eastern, um, uh, but uh, actually, um, uh, uh, Ramachandran, Ramachandran, um, you do have an eye to note that uh, your steward, for example, most of the crew are Indian, uh, but your steward, for example, um, was Middle Eastern, uh, probably uh, Northern. If he's Indian, he's a uh, much Northern Indian, uh, not Southern. 
which leaves me having to negotiate the, 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 the complex minefield of the Indian caste system. So. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's probably, there wouldn't be any untouchables on the ship, would there be? No untouchables. Oh, no, 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 no. But, no, you know, the, uh, the, the steward, for example, his complexion was uh, darker than uh, the other uh, Indians that oh, were right. uh, serving. Um, you know, so, you know, he had a darker complexion. He had a, like a, probably a mole over an eye, that kind of thing. Are you saying then that there's, for example, there could be like Persians working on the ship as well? Could be. Um, but, it's, but it's a British Indian vessel, we determined. Right? Yep. I probably, the only thing that I would do that, that, that doesn't really have anything to do with anything is I would uh, offer tea to the, uh, the officers, uh, not only of the ship, but of the, um, the military billeted crew downstairs just so that I can get them to fix some brand loyalty to Crane Tea. Yeah, you and um, uh, you definitely uh, make some some friends uh, and, and earn some brownie points with your uh, far superior tea than the, uh, the swill that's being uh, served uh, regularly uh, yes. from Bancora staff. Because the, the stuff they're serving to them right now is probably twilings. And, 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 twilings. and qu quite old. <laughs> I was mocking them by saying yes. twilings. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is there anything like a uh, bulletin board on the vessel? Like a place for, for passengers to leave messages for one another? Um, sure. I'm just curious, you know, if I, if I were to put up a sign and said, do you dream of blue elephants or something maybe a little less crazy sounding? Because, we, you know, it's very odd that we've all found each other at table at the same time. And uh, although I don't believe Nestorius's theory that God is calling us to Calcutta, something is, uh, you know, it's a, it's a powerfully strange coincidence. But if I put up a notice about blue elephants, there's no response. Correct. Um, no response. But you can tell this. you can tell that uh, someone uh, pulled the pen out and probably was holding your note, looking at it, and then repinned it back to the wall because it's not exactly in the same spot in which you pinned it up at. So somebody's looked at it but uh, you didn't get any kind of responses from it. You want to be careful about that, Brina, because you know these people are quite superstitious. Couldn't uh, have them uh, hanging us all as witches. I, I find myself newly superstitious. This is so unlikely. Uh, 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 Madam Lockhart and gentlemen, uh, do you already have um, accommodations in Calcutta? Oh, yeah. I have written ahead, yes. Uh, where are you staying? Um, I'm staying at the Royal uh, Pantaloon. I don't know. <laughs> the Royal Pantaloon, yes. So I have pantaloon. 
Oh yes, well, it's, well, a, travel... it's a prestigious hotel. Excellent. <laughs> well, the my travel uh, agent in Paris said that that was the finest hotel. One of the finest. I'm staying there as well, Mr. Crane. Oh, I booked so uh, abruptly uh, that I haven't made arrangements in advance. I'll see if there's room there as well. Well, I'm sure we could make arrangements if you'd want, Mr. Rainier. Uh, that much I find that um, I'm very good at uh, and making things happen. That does not surprise me in the least. Yeah, my, my connections are, are not much at all in Calcutta. It's, I was stationed more out of Madras, farther to the south. So if there's any uh, uh, available rooms at the Royal Pantaloon, I would be most grateful. There's uh, always plenty of room in the Pantaloon. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, Mr. Ramachandran. Yes, yes. You said you uh, you studied economics. Yes, yes, I did. Here, over here. Is that what you always wanted to do when you were um, were a little boy? You 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 dreamed of when you could be a great economist. Uh, my father uh, initially wished me to go into banking, and then economics provided a. Um, uh, a compromise, I suppose you might say. Um, if if anything, my my time at Oxford um, it showed me that I have a, a a love for certain other aspects of English culture, but particularly uh, real tennis, uh, cricket, and shooting. But um, ec economics is more of a a duty, one might say. Ah. It's a shame, really, not being able to to follow your dreams. Ah, uh, well, you see, my my culture is um, is very distinct in uh, in in that respect. There, there, there is a certain um, a certain sense of uh, filial loyalty. One one is required to uh, to to honour one's uh, one's parents, particularly one's father, and uh, there there is a perhaps a a, a lack of uh, a free will from that perspective. Well, then I guess it is noble of you then honouring your parents and meeting them halfway. It, 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 it is it is simply the way. The way things are, I'm afraid it's uh, one uh, one must compromise. Mm -hmm. So, uh, any other explorations or anything uh, that you guys want to do aboard the ship during day one? I'd like to poke around cargo hold number three just to see what type of things are stored down there. Sure. I mean, not breaking any laws or going crazy. Just uh, take a stroll through it and see, is there anything peculiar? Does anything strike a chord with uh, blue elephants or anything odd? Sure, sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so all the cargo holds, uh, in addition to the giant 
uh, doors that are on top, you know, that a crane would, you know, be able to reach into and, and uh, move cargo in and out from. Uh, there's also a, uh, uh, you know, a, a person trap door uh, in one corner uh, with a vertical ladder, you know, so that people can uh, uh, access and, you know, climb up and down and get access uh, in and out of the uh, cargo hold. Um, and, you know, honestly, you know, because, you know, there's so, there's so many people, you know, they want people to be able to kind of walk around and be able to stretch. And, you know, there's, there's trust. I mean, there's assumption that, I mean, where's a thief going to go, right? If they try and steal something, right? Where are they going to go? You're on a ship, right? Um, uh, so, yeah, it's not really that big a deal to kind of walk around. So, uh, cargo, uh, two has the, the regular cargo, the, the soldiers are in one and the coal is in three. So you kind of go down into two, um, and, uh, and it kind of, you know, has that, uh, in my mind, I'm kind of thinking of the, uh, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, you know, uh, room filled with uh, crates and boxes, right? You know, stacked up. Uh, so you, you know, there's little little avenues uh, throughout this. You kind of uh, uh, wind your way through in there. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, if you want to kind of uh, browse around in there, feel free. Uh, give me a spot hidden. Alrighty, and that's with a penalty die. It will be with a penalty die. Okay, so 21, which is a success, and 71, a fail. Okay. okay. Uh, so as you're walking around, uh, you don't see anything uh, labeled uh, with any kind of, or decorated. You don't see any crates with a label or a decoration of a rearing blue elephant. Um, you know, the kind of things that you you know, see is, uh, you know, you can see one area where, oh, that, that looks like, you know, cause it's, uh, trunks and suitcases and stuff like that. Oh, that, that area that looks like it's stacked up, um, personal luggage, right. From people. Uh, but then here are some crates and stuff and some of the crates, you know, you've noticed that, you know, they've got stenciling on the side that, uh, look like they're, uh, uh from the British army. Um, you know, so you can see things like, there's some rifles and you're not exactly sure what they are, but you know, it looks like there's some uh, rifles and whatnot. in a few of these, um, you find, you see in one area, um, uh, you know, those giant spools that'll have wire on them. Right. So there's a, there's several, uh, giant spools with copper wire, uh, wrapped around the spool. Um, and just other, it looks like some other, uh, construction equipment you know rods of aluminum and things like that um so yeah just run-of-the-mill kind of cargo stuff you know quick question for the gm are there other passengers or are we pretty much it you guys are pretty much it for passengers uh you know so it's you guys it's it's uh, mr fuller adam fuller uh and then there's the uh the crew uh, and then the soldiers. All right. So we probably hang hang together pretty much. Yeah, so. pretty pretty close. Pretty close. Hmm. I, for one, would just like a good night of sleep. 
Yeah, so you guys uh, go and turn in. So that's day one. Again, you know, once you boarded the Bancora in, in Bombay, you knew then, ah, three days. We're just three days away. It's a three-day voyage. So day one down. Um, so we'll be, we'll be going into day two. Um, Sound losses or... So in the middle of the night, as you guys are tossing and turning um, and trying to, to get some sleep, um, uh, you guys begin to hear a, a bell and a, and a klaxon going off as uh, people are shouting and you hear running uh, outside of your cabin. Oh, what is, what is happening? Fire! 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 Oh, dear. Fire? And uh, you hear, all hands on deck! All hands on deck! Fire! That's he up. I just quickly get up, grab my belongings, put it on, and step out onto deck. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you guys are coming out. You know, you're, you're pulling on trousers. You're pulling on a coat. You know, you were just in your night clothes. Uh, as you get on deck, uh, you can see uh, a fire roaring and raging out of cargo hold two. Uh, where all the uh, personal and cargo, uh, personal belongings and cargo was being stored. And oh uh, uh, smoke is billowing out of this, um, out of this cargo hold. And you can see uh, people are kind of breaking up into three groups. Um, there's uh, one group that's forming a, a bucket brigade, a bucket line uh, with water. There's a, there is uh, two uh, pump fire hoses, and there's another group who are working those uh, fire hoses, you know, uh, groups of men holding on as a pump is being actioned and the, the hoses are, are pumping water. And then uh, because some people are being overwhelmed by the, uh, the billowing black smoke coming out of the cargo hold, there's a third group of people who are attempting to uh, render aid and, uh, and, and, and help those who have been overwhelmed by the smoke. Um, do you guys want to jump in? And if so, what group do you want uh, to join? I, I, I am too small to uh, help fight the fire, but I'll definitely assist um, those with the smoke. Okay, you're joining first aid. Who else is joining what group, if any at all? I'll go forward to help uh, fight the fire with the pu yes, uh, pumping hose. Alright, so Major I, Barnes I is joining the uh, hose control. Um, uh, what was uh, no, uh, Nestorius Crane? What were you doing? Well, I'd personally like to see if they're thinking about evacuating the ship and getting us to shore. I, you don't see I, a shoreline, uh, and it's it's still dark. Um, uh, well, I, I'm not accustomed to manual labor. If somebody asks me to assist, I will, but at the moment, I'm just hoping that they have everything under control okay you're gonna watch and wait mr ramachandran um, I, I'll, I'll help to fight the fire uh bucket brigade or fire hose uh the bucket brigade bucket brigade uh likewise, uh, I'm likewise bucket, brigade. bucket brigade okay all right uh was that covering everybody uh let's see uh oh yeah hose first aid brigade watching brigade okay uh, so now everybody has their jobs. Um, if you are on the bucket brigade, um, give me, 
a, a dex check and you will be using your uh, penalty dice. You are still on the um, sleep deprivation from the previous Whoa. day. I rolled 14 and 15. Well, so all right then. Fast. I rolled 58, which is a narrow fail and nine. Uh, Hopman, you uh, broke up on your second half of what you said. Uh, 58 and what? Uh, 98. Huge. Ah, uh, agonizing right. a fail. I might have gone over deck. That is a botch. Yes, we'll deal with your botch in a second. Um, let's see. Uh, Major Barnes, uh, give yes. me um, to work the fire hoses. I need a strength check from you, and uh, you will be using your uh, penalty die. Good and strong. There's a pass and a pass. Two passes. Excellent. Excellent work with that. Uh, Phoebe, um, some of the men are uh, uh, becoming overwhelmed um, and uh, as they're uh, being pulled out of the, of the smoke, you know, that is just rolling over them, um, they're coughing and wheezing. Um, I need you to render a first aid check, please. Uh, this will include your uh, penalty die. Okay, first is a 20. That's a success. Second one is a 30, also a success. Bam. Okay. Uh, so anyone who was successful on a skill, please give that skill a tick. Uh, I believe that this uh, game will have uh, at least one uh, skill improvement session. What would hose pumping be a skill in? <laughs> oh, uh, well... That won't get it a, a tick for you, but uh, uh, but Phoebe's first aid is a success on that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so for the bucket brigade, uh, so you guys are uh, in the line. You're you're dumping the water, um, and uh, so those that were successful, you did uh, uh, a good job on that. That is helping to put out fires. Um, let's see, uh, Herr Hopsman, you had a fumble. Um, I need you to give me a con roll. No, no penalty die on this. Just give me a straight con roll. That is happily a success at 26. Okay. Uh, so you fall out of line, uh, coughing and wheezing with smoke inhalation. You don't take any damage from it, uh, but you do have to get out. Uh, but uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Ramachandran, um, Give me a spot hidden. Uh, spot hidden can be done without a penalty die. Oh, that's good. Um, in that case, I've just about passed. For two points. So is that a pass or was that not? Uh, yes, I've got a pass. It's 43 out of 45. Okay. Uh, you can and tick that skill. You can tick that skill as well. Um, and... Um, Talk to the hand. <laughs> wondering why I've gone out of focus. Oh, that, yeah, that was weird. Um, okay, so uh, I will uh, uh, elaborate on your spot hidden in just a second. Um, uh, Major Barnes, uh, with your successful uh, strength role, you were able to assist with the, uh, the pumping and the directing of the water. Uh, and so you're having a successful uh, fire uh, suppression. 
which is good. So that's uh, two oh. successful fire suppressions. Uh, and because of that, also you may attempt a spot hidden, and the spot hidden roll will not have a penalty die. That is a 17. That is a hard pass. Nice. You may also tick that skill. Okay. Um, uh, Mr. Crane, you're kind of holding back. Uh, and you can see just it's a it's a chaos a lot of the men who are helping to fight the fire are of course the uh, the young soldiers uh and they are doing an outstanding job um does it and, look like uh, the fire is getting under control or it's getting worse? It looks like uh, because definitely because of the of the assistance uh, rendered by uh, by your fellow travelers, uh, they have helped suppress the fire. Uh, so you no longer see uh, orange light uh, emanating from the cargo hold, uh, and the uh, smoke billowing out has reduced uh, by more than half as it is now in the process of going out. Um, Excellent. As the fire is suppressed and, and, and as uh, peace is beginning to kind of be restored uh, to the ship, um, uh, Mr. Uh, Ramachandran and uh, Major Barnes, uh, each of you saw, uh, as well as a few of the other uh, firefighters, um, each of you saw something uh, inside that uh, that has shocked you, and I need each of you to uh, make a sand roll as as you see as you see this. Dear God! <clears throat> and the sand rolls with penalty die too. Uh, no, sand <clears throat> rolls will not. Sand rolls will never uh, be uh, afflicted by penalty dice. Fast. What, what's okay. the penalty for fast? Uh, passing is. I do have it in here. Um, uh, lose one for uh, for success. Okay. Uh, so you guys uh, see this, and the word gets out, uh, as some some of the other soldiers have seen it as well, uh, as they as they yell out, "There's a body! There's a dead man here! There's a body!" And, uh, and the fire suppression uh, finishes putting out the fire, and uh, and so there is this that uh, that can be seen. Um, and so uh, by that, uh, do the other passengers uh, approach the edge of the cargo hold to look in? Well, oh, yes. I'm I'm going to I'm going to look, but I'm going to look for the uh, my fellow passengers. Uh, do I see Adam anywhere? Uh, you do not see Adam. Right, in well, fact, oh no! Everyone, make a sand roll as you. Everyone who has not made a sand roll, make a sand roll now, as you realize that is Adam. No, the dead man is Adam Fuller. I, I rolled a ten, which is a pass. It looks okay. like he hung himself. Hanged. That's impossible. He seemed perfectly well zipped in. Is the dark uh, uh, liquid behind his head blood? Uh, water from the fire being water. put out. Yeah. And he is burned, but the rope is uh, the rope is cut. Mm. Is it not? Uh, yeah. It uh, it broke. It snapped. Yeah. The fire the fire got to the rope and, and it it burned and snapped. 
Now, does he does he look like he's been severely burned, or does it look like he? Yeah, his body looks. It looks like he hung and burned. It is um, the the rope. I'm sorry. Did you say that was burnt too? Yeah, yeah. It doesn't it doesn't uh, translate very well in the uh, in the image, but it was uh, uh, the rope snapped from fire. Got it. Okay, got it. That then had his body plummet down to the uh, floor of the cargo hold. Oh, um, this is terrible. The- well, I, I, I'm tempted to to inspect the corpse, but um, I, I I think Major Barnes. Um, uh. It might be better if you do this, um, given that there is already a military presence on the on the ship. It, 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 it may become quite complicated if any of us attempted to, to inspect it. He certainly didn't seem like the kind of chap who would commit suicide. Oh no, he he seemed he seemed just fine, and I'm going to start moving closer. So I, I kneel down next to uh, the body. Is is he in? The same clothes that we last saw him in, or is he in like night nighttime clothes, pajamas, or? Yeah, he's he's still in the uh, same dress, uh, wear the same uh, daytime clothing that you saw him in uh, earlier in the day. Okay, and this is much later, well past bedtime when most people go to sleep. Right. Hmm. He was having the same difficulties we all were with sleeping. Oh, we yeah. got. Is there anything uh, noticeable on his body that uh, looks like it's it's not burnt? Like maybe any gashes, cuts, crushes? Gunshot wound, perhaps? Yeah, anything that looks non-burning damage. So, uh, so the captain of the ship um, is uh, is calling for order, and uh, and he says uh, uh, we do have a uh, a doctor on board. Uh, so uh, he says let the let the doctor through. And uh, so you see a, a white gentleman uh, come in, and uh, and he's he's trying to check it out. And he says, uh, 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 "Listen, um, let's get this. Uh, I need I need better lighting. Um, let's uh, let's take him up into uh, into my office." Uh, and so he uh, he calls for volunteers to help uh, transport the body uh, up to his office. Uh, office you mean um he's got a stateroom or something yeah he has a he has a little stateroom that he can Stay. use for uh, uh examinations and whatnot you know dispense pills and it's pretty small but it's it's enough to for one person to lay down on on a table so that's yeah. where he's proposing to, to have the body and we're we're halfway through the night yes somewhere yep so when when like if one were interested in trying to figure out where the fire started or what the scene of the potential crime was, there's going to be no light here once the group leaves. Is that, is that as I anticipated? There is electric lighting, but of course that's all been destroyed by the fire that was raging through here. Uh, so there's no, you know, you could have uh, matches of your own or maybe a flashlight. Um, you could check and see if any of the uh, cargo survived the fire, maybe there's a flashlight in there. Um, you know, much of the cargo, especially where the epicenter of the fire was, has been destroyed. Uh, but you know, it's it's still too early to tell 
what the extent of the damage is. And uh, the cargo was all loaded by staff. So I don't know where my bags are or my trunk is. Is that correct? Right. There was one area. Yeah, there was one area that was of clearly uh, personal uh, individual gear versus uh, boarded up crates, you know, cartons and crates. Mm-hmm. Um, and so your stuff is probably in that pile over there. Are, are there crew looking to see, uh, checking the, the hull down there to see if there's any breaches or weaknesses? There are crew, yeah, they're checking out the integrity of the ship. It's probably going to take them all night to. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna hover around the doctor, and I'll follow them when they. I won't volunteer to help move the body, but I am going to. uh, Follow them. And the doctor was also part of the uh, first aid crew, and uh, and he was impressed with your uh, with your uh, uh, nursing skills. If I can, uh, well, if nobody, I'll I'll help him move the body. If you know, these men want to step up, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, so the, some of the crew, uh, definitely strong backs of the crew, they step up and uh, and are uh, helping to transport the body up. Uh, but you can certainly go with the doctor. Yeah, and, and as I go uh, with it, I'm like, oh, I was talking to him yesterday. Oh, he seemed he seemed just fine. Yeah, uh, in fact, you can give me a psychology role as you're interacting with uh, Doctor Snow. And as a veteran, uh, a twenty-nine is a fail. I would to also follow the. Follow the body and get the get the scoop. Okay. Oh, oh, it, uh, and uh, so, uh, Herr Hopman, you can also do a psychology uh, with the doctor. I'm going to go to the front of the ship and smoke. Oh, fantastic, <laughs> Mr. Crane. Some lovely tea. <laughs> yeah, sixty-two no, is my is my uh, failure die. So oh, I I might be distracting. Oh, Rainer. Uh... Oh, how are you Reina, feeling? Rainer, Rainer. Rainer, wow, my apologies. With, with, with the smoke, are you feeling okay? Uh, yeah, between the smoke and the sleeplessness, I'm not sure. And this, we just met this fuller man. We just met him. And he's dead like this. Oh, it's terrible. Tragic. Oh, I'm exhausted. I hope to sleep this night. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Crane has gone to the front, to the bow of the ship to, uh, to get some, uh, fresher air and do some smoking. Uh, Herr Hauptmann and, uh, and Miss Lockhart are with, uh, Dr. Snow. Uh, Major Barnes, uh, Mr. Uh, Ramachandran, uh, what are you guys going to do? Um, I'd like to be as close to the, um, to the cargo hold as possible. Uh, and once they're starting to, to clear out and check the area for structural integrity, I'd like to see if uh, the areas of our luggage are still uh, there, if our, if our personal items are still there. Okay. Oh my goodness me, my suits. Yeah. But maybe we should, uh, do you know roughly the area where your uh, luggage would be? I, I have no idea. I've I've never uh, I've never visited the cargo hold before. All right, so you guys can be down there. You can uh, double check to ensure that uh, personal belongings are uh, are they damaged? Are they not damaged? You know, are they fire damaged? Are they water damaged? Are they you know totally safe? And then also, of course, the uh, 
the the crime scene is there if you wanted to check that out as well now now uh when we saw the body was it was it moved there or did we see it uh afresh anew with everyone else seeing it there uh, you saw it, and and because of the noose around the neck, your assumption, just because of noose around neck, your assumption is that the body was uh, hanging, probably from one of the the rafter beams that uh, you know that are giving structural support to the uh, roof, uh, but that uh, due to the fire uh, burning through one portion of the rope, uh, that the uh, the body probably after death um but was that death hanging or fire hard to tell but after death the, uh, and after the rope burned the uh the corpse uh tumbled down fell down to the ground and had landed in a uh, in a twisted contorted heap uh on the floor of the uh, cargo hold and so everyone who uh, all the firefighters uh once they had suppressed the fire and witnessed the body it was after the body had fallen so you witnessed it yeah. as it was after it already fallen all right okay mm. uh, go ahead oh what do you, what do you think uh dr ramachandran do you think this was suicide or do you think there was more foul play in this i, I really i really couldn't tell you but um, it seems a rather unorthodox way of committing suicide to 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 do so in a um, the cargo hold of a ship. I, I would have thought that this was um, the sort of thing that would be done in private in, in one's in one's quarters or at one's home, not not somewhere like this. It seems a little suspicious to me. It does. I'm, I'm wondering when one if the thinks fire... that when, when one is going to end one's life, one one would do it in in a, in a place of, of, of safety and, and relative peace. Yeah, it seems like too much of a chance to be discovered in in, in flagrante delicto, as it were. Unless unless his idea was late late at night no one would be in the cargo hold perhaps i'm wondering if the fire and the apparent suicide are connected maybe he used an oil lamp to see and in struggling and in choking maybe kicked it over and started the fire maybe or something else so you, as you guys are down there, um, uh, it, I had heard a couple of different uh, objectives. One was to check on personal goods, and then one uh, to check. I'm hearing from Doctor uh, from Major Barnes uh, about the the mechanics of the of the fire and suicide uh, to kind of check that out. So um, first. Um, uh, for a group luck roll, since it's only the two of you, um, of the two of you, uh, actually I can check since I'm here, um, who has the lower luck? Has anybody lost luck right now? Because yeah, I show I that. Lost luck. I'm 52 right now. All right, you're 52, and uh, uh, Ramachandran? I'm, uh, I'm still 60. 
Okay, so uh, Major Barnes, you have the lower luck. Uh, so you have the honor of making the group luck roll to, uh -huh. uh, to see what the state of personal goods are. Uh, <laughs> 40 on the button. So that is a, that is a pass. That's success. Uh, great. Uh, so uh, personal goods were far enough away, stacked and, and uh, sequestered far enough away that they were unaffected by fire or water. So uh, lucky you. Uh, now for the crime scene area, each of you, Mr. Uh, Ramachandran and Major Barnes, may each do a spot hidden as you examine the uh, this area. Does that require a? Um, this will be this will be affected by your sleep deprivation. It's uh, oh, it's affecting no. your concentration to assimilate information. That's that's great, isn't it? Because the first roll I made was a two. <laughs> so, let's see what the real one is. Ninety-three. So that's ninety-three. No. <laughs> Thumb in the eye. <laughs> After knowing that, could I spend luck? Absolutely, you may spend luck on these. All right, I'm spending luck for success. Be this. Oh no, that's sanity. Oh no, that's bad. That's not bad. That's yeah. Don't spend your sanity. Yeah. Or, or do spend your sanity. No, 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 no. Okay, there we go. Moving luck down, not sanity. Okay. All right. Just succeed. All right. Um, so you have discovered a small jerry can of fuel. Um, that is, uh, it's been ruptured. Uh, fire has destroyed uh, this jerry can. Uh, so you're finding the, just the remnants of this, uh, of this jerry can. Um, but, uh, you know, your mind kind of, you can see like the, the metallic nozzle and, you know, the remnants of this, uh, you know, rectangular uh, can and it's you know been ruptured and everything and so and, and it smells it still has a it still has a fuel uh, smell to it um, and uh, uh, yeah so there was there was a there must have been a, a, a pool of uh, some kind of fire accelerant um, here and you can see the remnants of where the rope was and how it must have been oh it must have been looped over that and and uh, and he must have climbed up on these crates and you know yeah. oh, oh my gosh and Dude, so God. somehow there I mean, you're you're pretty sure you're sure with your success you're sure that that there's evidence of arson but you also can't seem to deny the evidence of suicide. And mm -hmm. they, it's hard to justify both, but both seem to be true. I, I point this immediately out to Dr. Ramachandran. Um, is Ramachandran a doctor? Uh, no, I am oh, um, R.A. Ramachandran. Uh, BSC Esquire. Economics 
failed. Uh, so um, I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, pause that scene there as we go to the uh, infirmary, such as it is, um, with uh, with Doctor Snow, um, a, uh, a, a still a warm and smoking corpse, uh, along with uh, Herr Hauptmann and uh, Miss Lockhart. Uh, so the three of you um, are in this uh, rather small um, infirmary, and um, Doctor Snow is there, and 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 he seems he seems to be sweating, and uh, and and he looks at you two, and he says he kind of chuckles and goes, <laughs> I, "I I've never I've never had to I've never had to deal with a with a." with a dead body before I, I I'm really just a really just a medic I you know I I help with seasickness I, I hey 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 it's hey none of us uh you know none of us here have, have dealt with this before so you know you're not alone and I'll kind of dab at his forehead with the the handkerchief out of my coat you'll do just fine you're you're the best best man on board for this Surely you have, um, you saw the, uh, what, uh, the, uh, the, uh, what do you call the corp, uh, cadaver. I mean, yeah, sure, I've studied on cadavers. Yeah. yeah, but that was so, like 20 years ago. I, I haven't seen a body since school. It's just another cadaver. I think the only question we have really is, uh, is the lungs burnt, or did he die before the fire? And yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look at his hands to the, the hands of the cadaver. All and right, the fire uh, damage. Yeah, so uh, you can see the left hand is in a is in an absolute death grip. Um, the nails are digging into the left palm. Uh, and they're unburned or they're only burnt on the outside yeah it just looks like maybe the exterior is burned mm -hmm. and the right hand uh, the right hand is open and uh, has uh, singed uh, yeah, I mean, he's got singes and burns, you know, all across his body, uh, his clothing. I mean, you know, for being in an inferno, uh, it looks like most of his, his clothing is kind of like uh, melted is really not the right word, but it, it really has, a, you know, his flesh is really melted and seeped into his, into his, uh, the fibers of his clothing. Like, like they can if they fused. Yeah, it's almost kind of fused to it, and and the clothing has all has lost all uh, 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 pliability and suppleness. It's all it's all crusty and and brittle now. Um, you know, from the flesh, kind of the the fat of the flesh, you know, melting into the fibers and then fusing back once it kind of cooled down from the waters. Um, 
but yeah, his left hand is 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 clutched into a death grip. You know, nails digging into the palm. Uh, right hand is open, um, and each of you can go ahead and do a spot hidden as you kind of uh, see. And, and if you have medical, uh, you may certainly do medicine instead of first aid. I mean, not first aid. You can do medicine instead of spot hidden if you so desire. But in either case, your uh, penalty die will apply because again your mental faculties are very you're on the you're on your very last nerve and it's difficult to concentrate well i i rolled a 66 on the first one and then the penalty dice was a 66 again but you're nice. both it's still failure though yep. i got again. a 35 and a 45 so i have succeeded exactly on the dot nice you can check that skill um so some of the things you notice again is the left hand is is clutched closed, um, but you also notice in one of the pants pockets, um, uh, the pocket itself has has uh, burned a hole straight through, and you can see uh, remnants of wood in the pocket. All right. Um, also, with Locked. your su- uh, with your success. Uh, Herr Hauptmann, you have also noticed something is missing. You're on mute. So I pull the, the there's something smoky in the pocket and I pluck that out carefully. Uh, little bits of wood. You, you pull a match out. Ah. Uh, uh, and this is a match that's not from a matchbook. It's from a book of matches. Box, yeah. A box of matches, but there's no box there. There's just one match. Uh, right. It looks like you pulled that bit of wood out from other bits that were all destroyed in there. Somehow one survived. Mm. Um, and inspecting closely, I realize something. Something is missing. Something is missing from a front pocket, a back pocket? Uh, well, from the person. Mm-hmm. From the physical person? Like yeah, something ear? is missing. His pocket watch with the blue elephant. Yes. Which we admired. Uh, his vest is not totally destroyed. Correct. And we'd looked around the body, so it, if it had been on the floor, we'd have seen it. Yes. Um, uh Excuse me, there's Lockhart. You realize that um, we perhaps we will see his own later, but I think that he was not alone when he expired. Uh, and and in his hand, you do notice there's something in his left hand that's being protected by that death oh, grip around hand. it. Ah, all right. So we prize the finger open. Yep. So I mean, you you have to actually break the fingers uh, for them to finally open. Uh, but you do find a small piece of paper that says uh, uh, "Goodbye, cruel world." Oh, Adam, why? I miss Lockhart. I, I don't barely know. barely knew him, but from 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 the walk on the deck, he 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 he, he seemed fine. Well, he hadn't we, slept. We, he knows that. We, we could have. I was. I was still awake, tossing and turning. I. I might have been able to stop him. You know, if I had just been maybe paying more attention instead of focusing on sleep. I. Uh, oh, this is terrible. 
this um, this slip of paper does it seem like it was written in an in a uh, comfortable hand? Is it in ink? Is it pencil? Uh, it is in ink. Um, give me a hmm. give me this is a good question. This is an interesting question. Um, give me an idea roll, please. This uh, idea roll would not be affected by um, by this uh, sleep deprivation. That's well, actually uh, it. Probably it probably would. Your focus and concentration is affected. So yeah, let's let's do a let's do a penalty die on your idea roll. Thirty-five and thirty at sixty-five. Um, what's my? I'm willing to spend five points. Okay. I'm a lot more lucky than I am sane. <laughs> I uh, like it. So uh, yeah, I, I'll take the I'll take that five. All right, and you make it a success. Yeah. It is your opinion that this was was written. Um, either in haste or duress. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, it's possible that maybe the ship was rocking too. Who knows? No, it's not a normal hand, but it's not, I mean, who knows? He was not in, uh, and and, and that was in the the, uh, jacket pocket, the waistcoat pocket? No, his hand. Uh, so his hand. left his in left hand had that had that death grip. You know the fingers were digging into the palms. It was and it was protecting that piece of paper crumpled up inside his hand. You had to break his fingers in order to open it and discover inside that little treasure box of his palm. You found that note that says "Goodbye, cruel world." But the handwriting, it looks, it looks off. It looks. It could have grabbed that from someone else or anything uh, but it's not a suicide note with with the with the breaking of the finger uh, oh, excuse me doctor uh right near hand uh, please uh, i'm sure you two are you two are very capable uh and i'm gonna go join mr crane out on front okay uh and so uh, uh dr snow uh, says uh, uh, he. He says yes, ma'am. I I can understand not wanting to stay for this. As uh, Doctor Snow uh, takes a deep gulp as he as he musters up his courage, and he begins a a, a brutal hacking saw uh, as he creates a, a a very poor Y incision on uh, on Adam Fuller's chest. And uh, and it's starting to go in to to check out the organs. Uh, Mr. Crane, what are what are you what what are you smoking? Oh. Uh, my dear, uh, just smoking my pipe. Uh, um, did, did you mind if I borrow uh, that course, for a moment? Of course. Uh, uh, perhaps you want some of this. Yes. Uh, uh, and. Uh, uh, before before Miss Lockhart, which I, I like I like this, but I, I do want to have a scene with uh, uh, Mr. Crane um, that would be uh, simultaneous uh, time period wise as 
two people in the cargo hold and All two right. people in the infirmary. All right. Um, so, Mr. Crane, uh, as you were on the bow of the ship um, uh, smoking, um, is there? tell me about what you're thinking or doing out, out there. Well, I'm thinking this is all I need. I'm, uh, I've, I've got a lot of business things to think about, and I've got a family at home. I've got three children. I've got a wife who loves me, and uh, I was afraid of pirates, and this is almost as bad. Um, seems that everybody got it finally under control, so I don't see that there's anything else that I can do. I'm a bit curious as to yeah, what you do have this on. fear of piracy and and you bring that Very up there so. that this could be this could be the act of 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 pirates of of some sort of spy or pirate aboard the ship. Give me a sand roll for that uh for that uh, fear that you've got so I got to sixty eight and uh that is a fail. Oh, it's a fail. Lose one for that failure then. Uh, As you, as you suspect that there is uh, something foul afoot that could be uh, within the realm of piracy, possibly. I certainly feel that he's put his foul play. He didn't seem like the kind of fellow who would off himself. Besides, why would one just jump into the ocean? It's far less painful. Give me a spot hidden, please. Uh, 30, which is, uh, uh, a hard, hard pass. It is a hard pass. Mm-hmm. Tick that skill. Um, there is, uh, uh, still, you know, of course it's dark mm-hmm. and there's, uh, smoke, you know, uh, diminished smoke, but there smoke is still smoke. Out. <laughs> uh, right, it's going back behind you, uh, but it's creating this dark backdrop as well. Um, so there's there's layers and layers of of uh, different tones of shadow. But as you're standing at the bow of the ship, looking uh, astern, um, you see off to one side that there is the a silhouette of a man but due to the layers of darkness um you can't make out any details so you don't know who that is that's standing over there but there is a silhouette of a man who's watching you and um the silhouette it starts to approach like it's good. Like it's almost like a, like a Panther beginning a slow uh, approach. But then Miss Lockhart uh, comes rushing up to you from another direction. Mm -hmm. And as she, you know, comes into your, into your personal space um, with a little bit of, of distress on her, on her face, you know, from, from being there, at the uh, very beginning of this autopsy, um, that that panther in the shadows uh, uh, steps back and re- and retreats into the darkness and slips away. Okay. I have my hand on my uh, thirty-eight, though. Thirty-eight, ah. thirty-two. 
good to monitor. All right. But uh, I see her and I'm like, oh, my dear. You look a bit shaken. Uh, would you like some of this? Yes, yes. Yes, it's been quite the... Uh... Quite, quite the evening. This is this is good. This is good tobacco, Mister Crane. I'm not. I'm not surprised. You have good taste in your plants. Yes, cherry wood and uh, <laughs> other fine things. Um, sorry, I can't offer you any tea at the moment, but no, oh, quite, quite distressing. Evening. Oh, this is. Oh, this is just fine. I saw you going with the body. Do you concur with my simple guess that it was? Foul play. Oh. oh, he had this this note. Uh, right in there, found the note. Uh, he did. He didn't have his watch, his, his pocket watch. Um, oh, it's it it, it, it it's horrible. I don't know. He just he seemed fine. I don't know. You say that he had the note with him? Yeah, it clutched clutched in his hand. It was protected from from the fire. It's unburned. Now I've read a few. stories a few mysteries. Doesn't the suicide usually leave the note in a place where people will find it? They don't yes, usually it leave it in a in a burning room. Yes, that would seem. I would That's... expect to find a note up in his up in his cabin, if anywhere else. I, I should like very much to compare the uh, the handwriting on the note to anything we might find in his cabin. Yes, well, I, I believe the uh, the good uh, good Doctor Snow is um is checking his lungs right now to see if he uh, died uh, before or after the fire. Hmm. Bullet wounds, perhaps stabbings. Uh, how very unfortunate. He was quite a nice chap. Yes. Yeah. If you wouldn't mind, can I please have just another another few uh, draws from that pipe? Of course. I do have a little bit of uh, something a little stronger, but uh, perhaps later. It's a bit early in the morning to uh, be smoking that sort of stuff. And with that, um, as as much as you can, uh, everyone kind of starts to try and retire for whatever semblance of rest that you can muster. Uh, and so I think we'll draw a close for tonight's episode there. And when next we meet, it will be the dawning of a new day. And we'll begin that session with another uh, sleep deprivation roll. Excellent. Our players included Mick Swan, Stuart Lightley, David Gasway, Morgan Llewellyn, and myself with John Hook as the Keeper of the Secrets. We're currently producing up to four shows a week with music and sound effects added in post-production in order to create a richer listener experience. We provide audio-only versions of our shows free for you to download from Podbean or iTunes. The cost of all of the show are provided almost entirely by our patrons. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. If you'd like to support our show, visit our Patreon account. Just a dollar to a month helps us a lot. You can find a link in the description below. Like, share, and subscribe to our channel and punch that bell icon for updates on our latest shows and leave us some comments. We enjoy reading them and answering any questions you might have. This is Tom Rayleigh, together with all the members of our gaming club, inviting you to journey with us once again into the darkness for another adventure into the universe of HP Lovecraft and the Call of Cthulhu role-playing game. Until next time, good luck, good gaming. Good gaming.